You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. But sometimes stuff that has nothing to do with outdoor right. adventuring. But, um, okay, what I want to know is what's a cramp in versus a cramp on? Cramp oh, in versus when, cramp on. Wouldn't you like to know? Yes, that's why we're on. I have the show here. When, uh, when I talk about cramp ons around my in-laws family now my father-in-law he's a he likes to do mountaineering and skiing and all that say so he knows what crampons are but there my wife has three sisters none of which are skiers or climbers or anything else my wife is that surprises me <clears throat> yeah none of them your, your father-in-law is pretty active he is and my my wife is the one daughter that did all that stuff with him because no none of the others did and when we talk about crampons, they're always like, ew, what's a crampon? Because it sounds like a tampon. <laughs> and uh, it, it, Is that it, why? it sounds like a combination of cramps and tampons. So oh. I just, I think it reminds them of uh, a menstrual cycle or something. Well, I don't when know. I have a cramp on my leg, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. Like my crampons and my calves hurt really bad. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, no, a crampon versus a cramp in or cramp in my leg. It versus a worse. cramp on on my leg in yeah. your leg that cramp hurt on even. is when i put one leg a on top of the other a cramp on <laughs> in your leg would be the worst the of worst all. yeah oh that would that would hurt chase which have you been close to spiking yourself ever yeah i've scraped i've scratched myself i put yeah. holes in the inside of my yeah, pants but have, you didn't take a fall or anything and then no i have plenty of holes on my ski pants from crampons from like using them like six times in my life <laughs> <laughs> it's true though like you can't use crampons with ski pants very well it just you'll catch them and it's especially in deep snow deep snow is the worst mm. um anyway chase save us what is a cramp in versus a cramp on um so a cramp on is just your typical cramp on it goes on a mountaineering boot a ski boot a boot boot Whatever you want to go on. Also, cramp, you might not know this, Greg. Crampons are what people who don't know what spikes on your shoes those are, <laughs> like yak tracks or, yeah. you know. So they come in the store and they say, do you have any crampons? But what they really mean <laughs> is, do you have any yak tracks? Yeah, micro spikes. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so what are you looking to do with it? I'm going to go hike the Bonneville shoreline. All right, let's go over here. <laughs> You're <laughs> so not going to Alaska. Or, yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah, so there's crampons, and then DinaFit has created the cramp in. Um, but wait, crampons for skis are different from crampons for boots, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, you can you can use this, like my, I have a pair of camp crampons that can go on a mountaineering boot, or they can go on a ski boot. Okay. Um, but then says, there's ski crampons that go around your ski skis. that you can use while skinning up. Yep. Steep stuff. Which is different. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, steep stuff or stuff that's just really, really icy mm, yeah. and it's not, you're not getting any purchase with your skins. Um, 
which is going to suck on the way down too. But <laughs> yep. yeah, <laughs> um, yep. So there's ski. Yep, that's ski crampons, and they'll go in your binding. Um, and then there's yeah, ski boot crampons, and then there's the Dinafit cramp in. And I should have brought mine in from my car. Um, you know what I'm picturing in my head is that the crampon is in your foot and then it goes through your toes and this is terrible. No, it's not. That's not, that's it, not what that it could is. happen. Yeah. Okay. That's not what we're trying to accomplish. Okay. okay. Here. Um, so fit ski boots, if you flip them over on the bottom, um, up near the, the toe, the newer ski boots, the new, newer ski boots. Yeah. Um, there's like a little tab that you can tell is in, like impressioned in the rubber. And if you go ahead and cut that tab out and pull it off, there's two, two, uh, dimples in there and you, drill through those dimples and they send you the, the crampon install you can install hardware into the toe of your ski boot so it's almost like a cleat of a mountain bike shoe um it's got this little uh little uh slot in there and the crampon has a little hook in the bottom of it and a cramp in and you just step into that and then flip up the hill and you're good to go and so, so you would use this when for like mountain ski mountaineering, ski mountaineering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you need to put punch up a couloir or something that's steeper, you don't have to bring a cramp on. You just bring your cramp. In. Yeah, well, they they do they use the cramp in because Dinafit doesn't have a toe well on their boots, mm-hmm. their ski boots, so you can't use a cramp on on them. Got it. Okay. Um, but the, the cramp in's also a little bit lighter weight, um, and it's really really quick. I think the main reason they developed this was for skimo. Um, you can throw your crampons on the ground. And just step into them, flip up that, flip up that back, yeah, and you're that's on your fast. way. It's a lot. It's a really quick, yeah. really secure way to get crampons. In. What's the steepest pitch you can safely skin? Uh, in the right ski conditions, I've skinned up as probably as steep as about thirty-five or forty degrees, while and still get purchase mm-hmm. without ski crampons. Ski crampons, you can go a lot steeper. Well, yeah. well. Kind of. You can, but do you want maybe to? Four, yeah, maybe 45 degrees is about as steep as you'd want to try going up on ski crampons without zigzagging. Going so when it's up. steeper, you just take the skis off and... Boot it. Then you throw your crampons yeah. on or yeah, yeah, boot pack up it, depending on how hard the snow is. Um, the problem with skinning up really steep stuff is at a certain point, you can't drop your heels far enough down to get purchased with your ski crampons because it's the bottom of your boot that's pushing the ski crampons down into the snow and if it gets so steep you can't drop your hill far enough to for those ski cramp to push those ski crampons into the Mm. snow so i would say 45 degrees is probably the max of what you're going to get up on a ski crampon 35 degrees in the right conditions what's the the steepest slope you can ski me? Oh. No, yeah. Like 80, in general. 80 degrees. Yeah, yeah. 90. <laughs> just dropping off a cliff. Yeah, actually 93. <laughs> yeah. I uh like defying gravity. <laughs> the steep What is the steepest slope up at Snow Basin on the men's downhill right there at the top, isn't it? Like 70 degrees uh, for just like for like 50 feet or something I've like that. No idea. I'm not going to not gonna lie and say I do, but you're probably it's it's like it's, super steep. It's the steep. steepest I've skied is 55 degrees skiing off uh, off the Pfeiffer Horn. I maybe have skied steeper than that. That one felt the steepest because it was exposed, and if you slipped, you'd go off a cliff. But uh, that felt steep. Yeah, 55 degrees is steep. It felt steep. Yeah, um, you probably aren't gonna get anything close to that steep in a resort. Unless you're uh, 
I mean, like Lone Tree Shoot up there, that's probably 45 degrees. Yeah. Lone Tree's one of the mellower ones. Yeah, those it's mellower. Four shoots. What is the steeper? What are the steeper shoots up there? Mount Ogden Shoot. Have you skied that? <laughs> yeah. That one's uh, what, 45? Yeah, probably, probably somewhere in there. Maybe Lone Tree's 40. Yeah, 40, 42, somewhere in there. Um, yeah. Well, that answer your question. No, yeah, I was just curious, is because you see, you see, uh, you see the camera angles on these AK lines where it looks like oh, yeah. they're defying gravity. You know, like like there's no way you can stay on that slope. Yeah, that's um, probably fifty-five. Yeah, and like one camera's really good at showing stuff like that, but two, these guys are they're pro skiers and they're skiing steep stuff. Yeah, um, you'll see a pro skier sometimes have to kind of pick his way through a line. And in my mind, I'm like, whoa, (laughs) like it doesn't look that steep right now, but it's really, really steep stuff. I remember watching some of Cody Townsend's uh, 50 Project stuff and they'll have the camera guy and they'll like pan over and you can see like the valley in the background and they're climbing up something that's like that. Super steep. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is very, very, like it's almost vertical climbing and they're going to ski down it. Yeah. And you know, the. I saw it on the snowboard side with what Jeremy Jones does mm-hmm. in the backcountry, and they're punching into the side of the mountain, and they're basically belly into it, trying to climb up it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's so steep that they're like, they've got these giant. What are those paddle uh, verts? Those verts, yeah, mm-hmm. to to just get purchased to go up this thing, and it's like. That's scarier than skiing down it. I mean, that looks. Oh yeah, I remember uh, doing the South Summit of Temp two years ago, and there's I think there's multiple ways you can go up it, but the very last like fifty yard section that we used to get to the top was like, I want to say it was probably like a seventy degree slope. Maybe it was probably it might even like it was like climbing a wall almost. I put put my put my my axe above me and kind of it was. I've never been so scared in my whole entire life with well, ski boots on my feet, to be honest. One place to go, and that's down. Yeah. Well, really and, long and, ways. And down, I mean, it's you're probably, no kidding, 1,000, 1,500 feet into the bowl. Like, you, if you if you would have lost your footing, you would have just been a long way down. Um, and we were following these guys' tracks. Where is this? Uh, south Summit of Temp. Huh. Um, and I don't, I'd never done it before, so we were following this guy's um, tracks, we had passed on the way down like we he was going down and we were coming up and he's like yeah i tried to push the summit um got as high as i could but i just didn't feel comfortable going anymore um we're like oh cool (laughs) this is our first time up here so um and he just had mountaineering boots on he wasn't there to ski he was hiking and i'm going up and i'm following his tracks i'm just kind of like in the mode and then i look like kind of down at my feet and i realize his tracks are gone and i look over and there's a few like like you could tell his hands had to try to grab something and then you can see where he self-arrested with his ice axe. And I'm like, Oh, this dude fell right here. I'm like, Oh crap. <laughs> this is so out of my element. Like, so and, you just buzzed to the top. I kept going. There's no, I'm not going to go down. There's no way I'm going down. And I probably had another 15 yards until he got to the top and there's a rock. And I remember like, grabbing my hand on that rock and being like, all right, I'm safe. <laughs> I made it and pulled myself up and over that ledge and that, I mean, who was with you, Matt, Brett Howard, and Matt's done ice climbing. Matt's climbed was vertical Matt ice. Comfortable? He was, but I was leading the way. Yeah. And uh, you, you guys that have skied the South Summit of Timber, probably like you guys went the wrong way, or 
you're a little sissy la la, but it was definitely <laughs> outside of my comfort zone. No, but, that sounds scary. As but heck. exhilarating. Like it was fun, you know? Um, and skiing down that was a lot of fun. So, yeah. So, crampons. These, these, oh, what's, crampons. what's like the price on, on them? And I want to say they're 200 bucks. Uh, we don't have any in the shop, right? We don't. And now that I have a pair, I'm like, everyone needs these. <laughs> um, it's, it's just a, it's a niche piece of gear that you probably sell like one a one a winter because first of all you have to have a Dinafit boot for yeah. it to work. A newer one, two or three new, years old, right? Like that. Right, and uh, second of all, you also have to be into ski mountaineering yeah. to make it worth it or ski racing. Um, they're one seventy nine. So, um, they're. I, I do have to say, though, installing them was kind of a nightmare. And I called the rep on the phone, and, and I sent him an email the night before. I was like, hey, I got these crampons, crampins, sorry. I was like, how the freak do I install these? Because um, there's no – if you look up online, it says, contact your local shop to install these. And I'm like, we are the local shop. I am shop. the local <laughs> shop. And I called him. He's like, yeah, we don't sell them to a lot of shops. Like, they're, you know, whatever – um, he was like, not surprised. That I didn't know how to do it. And yeah. well, I sent him an email and he's like, rather than email you, I thought I had to call you cause it's a little more than just a little email can do. Mm. Um, so he like walked me through it and he's like, it's, it's, it's kind of a pain. I'm not going to lie. Um, but you can do it, whatever. And it was like 11 o'clock at night and I was like, just bored. Should be going to bed, but I'm like, I'm not tired. Like, oh, I should install the crampons. It's a great idea. Well, an hour and a half later, still sitting there trying to freaking screw these things in. And it took me probably an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes to get both of them done. It was not easy. Hour and a half a piece or no, total? Okay. both of them. But it was just, it, it was kind of a pain. But now that they're in, I'm really excited to use them. So. And now they're permanently in? Yeah, they're in. They're not They're not coming Ooh. out. So Crazy. Um, the little plates are in and then you just step right in. So I'm really excited to try them out and see how they... Uh, how they work it's pretty pretty cool yeah um i guess there's not a snowboard equivalent yet because there's not they that don't. type of a hook underneath the snow snowboard boot. yeah and they don't make snowboard stuff even if it doesn't so well, even if it doesn't yeah. yeah it's a it's the called the salewa lock-in system or something there they've adopted it from salewa um because they're the same company so um yeah it's definitely cool if you're looking for a new crampon and you have a new DinaFit boot. Like, it's definitely a cool way to go. Or if you have not bought a DinaFit boot because they don't have the toe well and you're like, well, I can't use my crampon because that was one of my, my biggest concerns is I have a fairly new pair of crampons that I can't use anymore on these boots. Um, I was helping a customer. That was actually one of the reasons I was late for podcasting today. I was working with a customer who wants to get the DinaFit boots, has a big trip up uh, near Mount Hood this year. And he was he got a new pair of crampons and he's like i can't use them with this boot and i i walked him through and showed him my boot and he was super excited about it mm. and i think he's gonna get some dina fits so um it's definitely a good alternative um it's it, it's i think it's a really good uh crampon you can't climb vertical ice in it and they don't make one that you can so if that's you're in a goal, ski boot though you don't want do you want to climb vertical ice in a ski boot you know if you're like if you're going up the grand for example to do some spring ski mountaineering, um, there is a stretch up the Ford Couar and the or the Stettner Couar, which forget which one, 
where you actually have some ice sections. You want a steel crampon for that. These are aluminum crampons, which is why you can't climb vertical ice on them. Mm. And uh, vertical or aluminum crampons are great for glacier travel and great for steep snow. But when you get on waterfall ice, not ideal. Now, you could probably still get up lower angle waterfall ice, but you'd have to kind of hack out little steps for you. But as far as like kicking your front points in and stuff, you need steel. And that's when you want just a steel crampon for that type of stuff. So um, you can use a steel crampon on those DinaFit boots if they have the front toe. Um, the welt? The welt? Or the adapter? The, yeah, the little... Instead of having a, that metal bar that goes into the toe welt of a mountaineering boot, you have like the plastic loop. It's a strap-on mm. oh, yeah. yeah. crampon. Yeah. You can use those with the DinaFit boots and use a steel crampon and still do vertical ice um, or you. Climbing uh, vertical ice in a ski touring boot is fine. It's not that bad. It actually, like the DinaFit uh, TLT 5s that, that I've had for years and years, they actually climb vertical ice really, really well. Um, but most people aren't going to be... Do they break or something? That. Those light, the, the aluminum ones, yeah. they can. They, yeah, the aluminum's just not that hard. And if you were to kick rocks, you could break them pretty easy. If you kick yeah. ice, they're probably not going to break, but they don't they don't bite into the ice as well. But if you, you kicked rocks... Do you know what aluminum can't do? Hold bacon grease. This is <laughs> See, I thought it could. So, okay, here's the story. Growing up, my mom kept bacon grease in a vegetable can in right. the freezer, right? This is not uncommon. This is right. what a lot of people do rather than, you know, washing it down the sink. So. Right. Well, I was camping and we had a griddle and it was a bunch of bacon grease. And I was like, oh, I need a, I need a can. But the only can I had was like a Pepsi can. And I thought, well, I'll just cut the top off and I'll pour the bacon grease in there. And I was on the, I was in Mammoth. Yellowstone, and they have these cabins out back where we were at. And I was on the porch of the cabin, and I poured it in there, and the can essentially disintegrated as I was pouring the grease into the aluminum can. Serious? Yeah. Because the it went, it was so hot that it was like shrunk down to, and it got all over. And I was like, oh my god, we're gonna die! Like, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, That's it like, did not hold anything. It just absolutely really? disintegrated. No, I've done that eyes. in a plastic yeah. bottle when yeah. the when the grease was still too hot. But I've <laughs> Chase is just I laughing at me. He's over there in his red and black flannel like rookie. <laughs> Never cooked bacon. Rookie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'd never cooked bacon before. Huh? Yeah, I um <sighs> I've done that with like plastic, but I wouldn't have guessed that from like a pop can. Yeah. You know the the like cans that you have beans or corn or whatever in. Yeah. That's what I always poured in and that's yeah. obviously a lot thicker, so right. thicker aluminum. That's yeah. Which are those still aluminum then? Yeah, it's still yeah, aluminum. Okay. It's just, just thicker. Yeah, this stuff sucks. I don't want to make this out of it. <laughs> that blows me away that it would be hot that that hot. Huh. <clears throat> don't do that. Yeah. Anyway, cool crap ins. Cramp in. There you go. There you know. Cramp in, rock on. <clears throat> so while <clears throat> So while we're talking, I know we're wrapping up here, but while we're talking about ski mountaineering stuff, did I tell you guys my wife got a new ski mountaineering axe? What Christmas? you said was yeah. that your wife got all of the cool hardcore stuff, and you got a bread maker. A, yeah. a, 
Not just a bread maker, a Bosch bread maker. Bosch, Bosch bread maker. Hey, Sorry. it's a good one. Yeah. So we've made bread now. Th- tw- I've made bread With your twice. Kapoop? Yeah, the Kapoop. The, the Kapoop greens? No, yeah. it's Kamut. 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 Wheat, yeah. <clears throat> With the Kamut wheat. Um, the bread is really good. And my mother-in-law, who's gluten-free or whatever, gluten intolerant, she can eat it and it doesn't bother her at all. And it's delicious. That's good. And it's way healthier than normal wheat. But anyway, we're digging. We're we're digging the Bosch. And by we, I mean... Wouldn't you love to try some of that bread sometime? Yeah, why don't you bring it in? Uh, I've got some in the car. Oh. No, actually, I don't. I left it at... at, uh, I left it at home. I had some in the car yesterday, but... Well... Anyway, I'll bring you some. It's really yummy. <clears throat> the Bosch was well worth it. But um, I have to say that every time I see that ice axe of my wife's, I'm quite jealous because it's way nicer than my ice axe. What did she get? Do you, did she, when she holds it, do you say, nice axe? <laughs> I would. Yeah. I, would. It was, I mean, not about your wife. <laughs> <laughs> it was your wife. Good save. She does have a nice yeah. axe. Um, she... It's a blue ice brand. Oh, okay. Ice axe. Ooh, yeah. I like blue ice. Yeah. They make some sweet axes. Oh yeah. No, it's it is a sexy axe. And what's your axe of choice? Axe, yeah. What's your Can the I one ask that you, have? you a question? It's black diamond. So it's not as sexy. Not as cool. That um is interesting. It's be, because Black Diamond's been in the game for so long. Yeah. And Petzl and, and Camp and stuff. And so Blue Ice is how old? Like, they're fairly new, right? Yeah, well, they've been around in Europe for a while. But, yeah, they're a newer brand. They've probably been around 10 or 15 years in Europe and five years in the U.S., maybe. So what is it <clears throat> What is it you like about it that's different from what Black Diamond and Petzl or, or Camp makes? So my axe is just a general mountaineering axe, not so much oh, a okay. chemo axe. And so it's a little heavier, heavier duty. Yeah. Do you have, like, the Raven? Yeah, it's the Raven Pro. Yeah. Um, Pro. Sorry, I only have the Raven. <laughs> I'm not pro. No, you have. Yeah, I'm sure you have the Raven Pro. Is your silver yeah. with stainless steel? Yeah, it's the Raven Pro. Just the Raven used pro. to. <laughs> <laughs> the Raven used to not be stainless steel, and uh, and then they came out with the Raven Pro that was stainless steel, but it was the same axe. And anyway, the um, her axe is aluminum, and uh, it has a steel head aluminum shaft it has a little pinky hook thing that that you can adjust the height on and stuff so you can lower it all the way down and rest your hand on it and swing it like an ice tool if you need to to get up some kind of low angle hard ice or you can slide it up so you can plunge it like a normal axe and it's just it's it's just a really nice looking i guess really sexy axe it is. It I'm, is. I'm sure. I will is. show you. I didn't take a picture. No, I'll no, that's okay. Picture. I believe you. No, it's. Which one is it? I can look it up. I don't know what it's called. Um, Blue ice axe. I thought about bringing their axes in this year, but I yeah. didn't. Um, Blueice.com. Yeah, it's sweet. Let me see if I can find it. It's the. the which one? It's got the, a little bit of a curve. The on only it. one that shows up is the bluebird. Is it the IKEA? Uh, I'm looking for it. Uh, IKEA, the, for real. It has the, so I'm seeing it, Aquila. It Akila. must be that one. Um, yeah, but hers is, hers is blue. So they've got the blue bird, which looks. No, hers is must be the blue bird, but it has, 
the same pinky rest, adjustable pinky rest thing on it that the Kiwa shows. Mm. Uh, oh, right there. I, uh, they have yeah, the Aquila ads. Yeah, the Aquila ads. Yeah, it must must be the Aquila ads, because um, hers is has an ads on it, so it must be that one. But I thought hers was it's blue, and I thought that hers curved differently. No, but that must be it. So it's the Aquila ads, and that thing is sweet. Does it come in blue color? Uh, anyway, I'm really digging it. It's a sleek and um, ultralight technical ice axis. Yeah, it's it's cool. Um, she's got all the got a leash for it and stuff that looks cool. And the that's covers. that's sweet. But this one, the picture on their website's red and hers is blue. So yeah it's it's really nice and uh and she's loving her new skis too she got skis for christmas but anyway we're all digging digging that stuff so if you want like the ultimate in ski mountaineering gear get that blue ice aquila ice axe or maybe two of them if you need to climb steeper ice uh those cramp in dinafit cramp in crampons blue ice also has accessories like spike protectors ads protector yeah um some leashes and then get a get yourself a good pair of ski crampons because ski crampons are super handy especially for spring ski mountaineering you'll just travel so much faster if you're when you're trying to skin up a steep slope and you can't get enough purchase with your skins and you're on hard ice or really hard snow or whatever you throw on a ski crampon and you just fly those are the the, the tools that you need for your ski and and a lightweight harness and all that stuff, lightweight helmet. Anyway, I I encourage ski mountaineering. I, I think everybody should do it. No, that's not true. I think nobody should do it. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> nobody would want to do that. Um, just, anyway. Just go ski at Park City. It's there the best. All right. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoy the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Please tell your friends as well and leave us a friendly review. Uh, that helps other people find us. We do appreciate that. Uh, check out gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com for deals on the greatest and latest or latest and greatest. Either way. We have both of them. Yeah. Uh, of outdoor gear, including brands like Hilberg tents, Western Mountaineering sleeping bags, uh, Mystery, blue ice. Mystery Ranch backpacks, Dina Blue Ice Fit. gear, Dina Fit. Uh, all of those things we, we carry them. So. Uh, thanks for joining us today. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Woo.